You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. Glory be to God. Let's give God thanks and praise. Father, we worship you. We glorify your name. Thank you, Lord God, for this service. You are blessing lives. You are touching lives. By faith, we decree transformations in lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are blessed. This is Jericho experience. Never again. Never again is a prophetic command. A prophetic declaration. It's time we let the devil know that nothing that he did in the past will be allowed to repeat itself. It's never again to sickness, never again to death, never again to diseases. And I'd like you to believe that in the name of Jesus Christ, our God is alive and he is always there to fight for us. I want to appreciate mommy for this opportunity to speak to the great members of Overcomers Church. It's a great honor, and I appreciate that. I'd like you to make sure you like this uh, program, you share it, you make comments so that it can reach more people. I'll be speaking to you on four things you can do when facing the storms of life. Four things you can do when facing the storms of life. We are going to learn from the life of David in 1 Samuel chapter 30, beginning from verse number 1 and down to 8. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag, Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and bound it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was born with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. That's amazing. They wept until they had no power to weep. I don't know what is making you weep, but I'm asking God for grace to come out from the weeping situation into a joyful situation. The Bible said, sorrow may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Your joy has come in the name of Jesus Christ and no man can take it away from you. Glory be to God. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam and Jez, uh, the Jezreelites, and uh, Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Camelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people speak of stoning him because the soul of all the people were, was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I want to point out one thing here. The people speak of stoning David. Amazing how soon, how quickly people can turn, friends can turn against people and all those kind of things. But I want you to know, look at what David did. When they turned against him, he turned to God. There are situations that requires just God's attention. Man cannot help you. 
Glory be to God. People may sympathize with you for a while. People may, you know, talk about, you know, hang around you to encourage you for a while. But only God can permanently encourage you. Glory be to God. And David said to Abiata, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the effort. And Abiata brought hither the effort to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. I prophesy to you today that you are going to recover everything lost in the name of Jesus Christ. Our God is a God of restoration. He's bringing you back to a better place in the name of Jesus Christ. So I want us to look at this. You know, most times in life, when the chiefs are down, the only person we can look up to is God. And this is a time for us in this ministry and wherever you are, but especially to the members of this ministry, it's a time to look up to God. Glory be to God. Look up to God because it's only when you look up to God that you can be able to stop anything the devil is throwing your way. That's where you can tell it the devil or anything that never again because your strength is coming from him. Listen, the, the discouraged man doesn't win battles. For you to win, you must be encouraged. You must fight from the level of encouragement. Praise God. So, how you respond to crisis matters a lot. Crisis comes, crisis goes. It's, uh, when you take a look at life, it's either people are just coming out from one crisis or they are just going in. And uh, faith does not immune you to the storms of life. And this is where a lot of Christians sometimes get it wrong and begin to say, I thought I have prayed. I thought I paid my tithe. Why should this happen? You know, it reminds me of uh, my first book as uh, a pastor. The book was entitled, Oh God, Why Me? You know, I, I went through a lot, you know, and uh, that used to be my song. Oh God, why am I going through this? Oh God, why am I going through this? And the one day the Lord speak, spoke to me and said, okay, who should have gone through this? All right, who should have gone through this? So what I want us to know is whatever comes our way, the Lord can give us the ability to deal with it. You know, your response matters a lot. You see, your response will decide whether you have a breakthrough or a breakdown. So most times it's not the react, it's not the situation, it's not the storm that destroys us. It is our attitude towards the storm. If you look at the life of Joseph, um, he was sold by his brethren, picked off from the pit and sold to the, uh, into slavery and then found himself in the prison for no just cause. And uh, he kept that positive attitude. You need to learn how to keep a positive attitude. There is nothing that has happened to us that has not happened to other people. And if they went through it, I believe we can go through it. Glory be to God. So we must be very careful because most times people go through storms with different attitudes that are very wrong. Uh, you see people withdrawing into themselves and then they just lock up, you know, uh, they're not sharing with anybody, they're not talking to anybody, and the pain is in there. That could lead to a lot of crisis, internal crisis, okay? Uh, we, we need to, you know, I mean, share views with people. I, I would say come to that, okay? And uh, you, you must learn to avoid extreme negative imaginations. 
you know, most times we amplify the storm. We amplify the storm. You know, we, we, if the storm is like 20%, in our imaginations, we raise it up to 200%, and it becomes very destructive. Listen, nobody likes a bad thing, but there's one good thing about wilderness experience. In wilderness experience, you, you are able to, you know, get closer to God like never before. You know, some of us, actually, we have left the world. We have separated from the world, but we have not separated unto God. The wilderness experience sometimes, you know, teaches us how to separate unto God. You know why? When everything is down and there's nothing and no one to look up to, you'll be forced to get closer to God. Listen, even in the war situations, miracles can still happen. Glory be to God. So, let us go through four things, you know, four ways that you can handle crisis, you can handle the storms of life. Glory be to God. I pray today that whatever you're going through, the Lord is going to give you strength today, the wisdom to deal with it, and then a miracle is going to come out of it. In the name of Jesus Christ, glory be to God. The number one is don't cover up the pain. Don't cover up the pain. There are things that have, you know, that, that has happened and, um, and um, it's painful. The, the truth is this, in the body of Christ, we, we misinterpret the mystery of faith. You know? Having faith does not mean you won't feel pain. Having faith means that the pains come, but you turn the pain to your advantage. All right, and uh, we, 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 we preachers most times make people feel like if you have pain, you don't have faith. And it's not true. There, there, there are things that can happen to us even with our faith, you know. So don't cover up the pain. Don't cover up the pain, you know. Let God know what you're going through. You know, there was a day I told God, I said, God, I, I'm so discouraged. I need you to encourage me. You know, it's not weakness. He's our papa. He's our father. We should relate with him like we relate with our biological father. That's the way I relate with God. I mean, you don't have to keep on hiding and pretending, you know, and trying to act before God like you are strong. Yeah, he wants us to have faith, but he also wants us to be real. Let him know what you're going through and ask him for help. In Psalm 38 verse 9, David said, Lord, all my desire is before thee, and my groaning is not hid from thee. He knows your pain. He knows what you're going through. You know, when you go to bed at night and you wake up and you share those tears, nobody knows. Yeah, you know, the church has taught us to come out smiling all the time, and um, <laughs> even though inside is not smiling, we just have to package and smile. But listen, you may pretend before men, but learn to be you know, to open up yourself to your God. There is nothing you are going through that is a surprise to God. He knows about it. Before it happened, he knew about it. And he knows how you feel. But he wants to express your feeling to him. Glory be to God. So you must learn to open up to God and sometimes also look for somebody who is wiser. Who, okay, there's, there's nothing you're going through that somebody somewhere has not gone through. Talk to someone. Don't lock it up. Be careful about implosion. You know, most people who commit suicide, they commit suicide because they are keeping a lot to themselves. I pray today that the Lord will give you wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. I see this church marching on. Great things are happening here. This is our ministry and we are going higher. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
So listen, so you need to talk to people. You need to look for someone you can trust. You need to talk to God. Hallelujah. Number two, choose to trust God, trust in God, and find strength in him. Now, if you look at where we read in First Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, and David was greatly distressed. Okay, that's a great man of God, was distressed. So when you find yourself distressed, don't think you are backsliding, all right? You're just a human being, all right? You're just a human being, and that, that human aspect of you is trying to overshadow the spiritual. So all you need to do is quickly try and get back to the spiritual mode. <laughs> Hallelujah. So for the people speak of stoning him, because the soul of all of them was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. Look at what David did. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. How do you encourage yourself in the Lord? You know, you begin to look at the promises of God. That this is what the Lord said. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. You know, you, you begin to look at promises. Like, you know, when the Bible said, it said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. If God be for us, who can be against us? All right? And we are more than conquerors through Christ. So, you begin to remember all these things and put your faith in him. You see, when you encourage yourself in the Lord, you begin to see the end of the journey and you no longer see the middle and the beginning. So it's important that you learn to trust God when you are going through the storms. The storms will end. It doesn't last forever. Glory be to God. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine understanding. And the verse says, In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He said, When you face the storm, you need God's direction. And when the Lord directs your step, you will definitely come out of the storm with victory. Glory be to God. God can't lead you and then you will go astray and fall into more problems. It will lead you into the paths that, will, that leads to victory. Listen, no matter what we are going through, we must always know that the battle we are fighting is an already won battle. The devil is defeated. No matter how, what he, he tries to do and makes us look that he's powerful, he is a defeated foe. We need to learn to rely on what God has done. We need to rely on the victory of Jesus on the cross, and then rest on the promises. Glory be to God. In Psalm 18, verse 2, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, and whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. See, you need to learn to trust in him. You know, believe in God. Trust means reliance on integrity, strength, and ability of God. So you need to know that God is able to do what he said he's going to do. God is able to rescue me. Of course, you remember the scripture that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I want you to realize this, that the storm is not here to kill you. It's here to make your life better. You know, it's difficult for us most times to, to think about I mean, to, 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 to comprehend how, how can something good come out of something very, very sad. But it does. Most times it does. It does. Glory be to God. It does. So what I want you to do is you must stop telling God how big your problems are. 
you now start telling your problems how big your God is. You see, there needs to be a reverse, a refocusing. Because you, you don't have to be talking about a storm all the time. Now, tell the storm how big your God is. We need to stand by faith. Glory be to God. You know, when John Austin died, uh, um, you know, the, the Lakewood Church, when he died, it was like everything was going to come to an end. Everything was going to come to a close. And then the young Joel was to take over. And it was like, wow, where is it going to start from? And so many of the elders and so many people said, Joel, you can't do it. This church is going to collapse. But when the, you know, whenever problems come up, God shows up if you let him. You know, God gave Joel a different approach to ministry. And today, you can see that Lakewood has gone around the world. Where the father couldn't reach, Joel has gone there. That's how God operates in every generation. If we learn to trust him, he can always do greater than we ever can ever imagine. Glory be to God. So, don't forget this number two. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. Don't forget it. It's very important that you choose to trust in God. Don't put all your strength in man. No matter how good people are to you, they can never be better than God. Don't put your trust in man. Put your trust in God. This is a time to hear him. Lord, show me the way. Glory be to God. You know, uh, Dodie, Dodie Austin was given six weeks to leave. Many years ago. That was about 33 years ago. You know, and um, she began to pray and put all her trust in God. And she's still alive today, close to 33, 34 years. God never fails. I want us to know. I want us to know. We may feel discouraged now, but someday we're going to look backward to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done out of this ugly situation. Glory be to God. I want us to know, whatever storm you're going through, your marriage, your business, your anything, every storm has a lifespan. Whether it's a hurricane, whether it's a tornado, whether it's um, uh, a tropical storm, whatever it is, it has a lifespan. But the word of God will always at last or forever, O oh God, thy word is settled. Glory be to God. So don't forget, and number two, don't ever forget Tell your problems how big your God is and stop telling God how big your problems are. Glory be to God. And number three, ask God questions and find out what he's saying. Amazing. You look at First Samuel 30 and verse number 8, and David inquired at the Lord saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail, recover all. There is a time to go into the quiet place and ask questions. You know, I think there's this misconception of, you know, God, you know, uh, wants us too perfect that we can't even ask questions. I think it's just like, a, God is just like your biological father. You go to him and say, Dad, what is this? Dad, what is this? I don't understand this. I don't know what I'm going to, why I'm going through this. 
<laughs> but, you know, I think some of us have gone through storms, especially some of us who are into business, a lot of storms, you know. But when they come, sometimes you just have to go and say, God, I don't understand this. This is beyond me. What is it all after? What do I do? You know, they, they, when God gives you direction, the revolution is always very close. A turnaround is always very close. The, the, the divine direction always gives back to divine manifestations. So we must know one thing, and that is go to God and ask questions. You see, relevant questions lead to great answers. Ask God questions. Why am I here? Why did this happen? What is the next stage? What is the next, the future of this ministry? Where do we go from here? It's not in man. It's not what people, anybody can sit down and design. It is God that will give the blueprint for the next stages of our lives. Glory be to God. So it's God that will give the blueprint. And the beautiful thing is this, that every child of God, you know, every child of God, a child of God is wired to hear the voice of God. You know, in John chapter 3, verse 6, for whatsoever is born of God is, of, is God. You know, whatever is, born of, uh, is uh, born of the flesh is what is flesh. Whatever is born of the spirit is what spirit. And then we are wired. Let us make man in our own image and likeness. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. So we have the ability in us. It's an imbued thing. It's a default setting in man to hear the voice of God. That's why we're always attracted to the supernatural. Glory be to God. And Jesus said something in John chapter 10, verse 3. He said, to, to, him, uh, to him the potter opened and the sheep hear his voice. And he called his own sheep by name and leaded them out. He knows us. We hear his voice. We are wired to hear his voice. And he said, my sheep hear my voice. And you are a sheep. So I pray today that you begin to hear God clearly in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord is willing to speak if you are ready to listen. You know, one day I, I was praying and the Lord said, this is the problem with my children. I was facing some challenges, you know. I discussed with Papa then and then he prayed with me and then I, I, I still went back and I was, oh God, oh God. And, and the Lord said to me, this is the problem with my children. They keep talking, talking, talking. They won't listen. Sit down and be quiet. And I tell you, I couldn't sit down to be quiet. I just wanted to talk. I wanted to pray. Fire. I destroy. See, the greatest prayer is the prayer of listening where you sit down, play some music, and listen to his voice. It is his voice that solves the problem, not your voice. It's not what you say that solves the problem. It is what he says to you. So there is a need to listen. Glory be to God. You know, so my sheep hear my voice. So when you are lost, remember this, when you are lost, the faster you run, the more you get lost. All right? So... If storms have come and then you think that by battering it and all those stuff that is going to solve the problem, you are like a man who is lost and then you are increasing your speed. You are still getting nowhere. The best thing in life is when you are lost, stop and seek direction. So I, I want you to ask God a question. I want you to ask him, Lord, what do I do now? What is the solution? In his hands is all the solution we need. He knows everything. He knows the beginning from the from the end. Glory be to God. So I believe that the storm is coming to an end. Hallelujah. The storm is coming to an end. The storm is definitely coming to an end. You are moving to the next phase of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. And as you ask questions, you are getting divine ideas in the name of Jesus Christ. See, what we need to understand that just one idea from God. That's all we need. Just an idea. Just an idea. Business will take off. Life will turn around. Just an idea. 
May you get that idea in the name of Jesus Christ. So we need to understand that. So when, when people run from God because of what they are going through, they compound a problem. You know, it's strange, but that's what most people do in church. When things happen that, you know, it's a surprise, a shock to everybody, it's like, ah, if this thing can happen to this person, I mean, I'm tired of church. And it's, it's not right. When problems come, you run to God, you don't run from God. It's God you run to. He's the author of life. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We need to understand. You know, we, we run from God, you know, by, we stop praying. You know, it's like, I don't feel like praying. The one I prayed, I didn't even see any answer. And then we, I, I don't feel like going to church today. He, uh, he used to do about three stuff, three things in the church. He said, I don't want to do anymore. I'm tired. I don't know where God is. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what the devil is looking for. He just wanted to give up. And do you know that many people give up only when they are very close to their miracles? You know, if you have read the cast of Diamond and some of the, the richest man in Babylon, you see some of those beautiful stories. He had the story of this man who, you know, sold all he had to go and buy uh, an acre of land, thinking he was going to get diamonds and everything there. And obviously he didn't find anything. But one day a farmer just saw something glittering on the line after he had squit. And then, <laughs> and funny enough, it was the diamond that this man sold all, his, all he had in life to go and look for, and he didn't find it. But somebody just saw it only. So most times, if you are crying and the door is open, you can't locate it. Because you'll be so blinded by tears that you can't find it. Don't let there be confusion inside you. God is still God, no matter what we are going through. Listen, I don't care what the word is saying today. There is God, there is heaven, there is hell. This is the reality of life. And uh, like I always say uh, to my children, I don't understand how scientists who, who ought to be very wise will tell us that there's a big bang and all those bangs. Uh, man, man came from monkeys and monkeys are still there. They didn't evolve up to now. And uh, you look at the galaxy, you look at the beauty of the world, that the whole of this earth is suspended on nothing. You look at it from space, it's amazing. You take a look at people around you, you will know that there is God, that we are carefully designed. There is God. That means if, if God is quiet, there must be a reason for his quietness. There must be a reason for that silence. And I want to encourage you, don't give up. No matter what has happened, you need to be strong. You need to be strengthened. Because that's the only way you can make that prophetic de declaration never again. Somebody who is weak and tired cannot give direction. I mean, cannot give prophetic declaration that we, that we count. Glory be to God. And finally, number four. I, I, number four. Uh, in the moment of crisis, remember who you are and whose you are and respond accordingly. In the moment of crisis, remember who you are and whose you are and respond accordingly. You know, in Acts of the Apostles chapter 27, Paul said, For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. The strength Paul had for that journey was that he knew who he was. We are the new creation. We are brand new people. We are super beings. We are not ordinary. We are spirits who are living in the flesh. We, have a, we are master of situations. 
we need to understand that we are supermen here. Nothing, nothing is designed to overcome us. We are born to overcome everything. For whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world. So friends, you don't need to be scared. You are an overcomer. The name of the church is overcomer. So we are overcomers. No matter what has come our way, we can overcome it. We need to stand and let the devil know that whatever he can do, let him do. He has done, let him do whatever he can do. But as long as God lives, we will overcome. We will turn his stones, you know, we will turn his stones into stepping stones. I read a story of a horse that the owner wanted to bury because it fell into a deep, a deep pit and didn't know how to bring the, the horse out. And he just felt, well, let me give this horse, my beautiful horse, a decent barrier. So he began to shovel sand on the horse. But you see, as he keeps digging the sand, when the sand gets to the waist level of the horse, the horse will step on the sand that was meant to bury it. The man kept digging. So the sand that was meant to bury the horse was what it used to climb out. Let that situation turn your life around. I see a day you will stand and say, thank God for this event. It turned my life around. In the name of Jesus Christ. It has not come to destroy you. Daniel said, you know, during, we need to, Daniel said in Daniel chapter 11, verse, verse 32, he said, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. That's what we are born for. Know the God you are serving. That with him all things are possible. In conclusion, I want you to know that it is not yet over until it is over. You are not finished yet. This is not the end of the story. I want you to say to yourself, this is not the end of the story. I'm not going to end up losing. I am born to win. And I must win. Glory be to God. It's interesting when you take a look at how David ended. Uh, Second Samuel chapter 2 verse 4. And the men of Judah came. And there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. And they told David saying that the men of Jabesh Gilead were, uh, were, were, they buried, were, were they that buried Saul. You know, okay, the story is this, that at the end of the day, the, the tribe of Judah, first of all, called David, and they crowned him king. After all the story, your end will be better than the beginning. In the name of Jesus Christ, the end will be better than the beginning. I trust the Lord. He will make all things right in his time. It looks like it's over, but it's not over. God is watching. He's watching. He's not going to keep quiet until you win. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 3, so all the elders of Israel. Now, this is the, 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 you know, there was a problem, and uh, Israel and Judah separated, became two different tribes. You know, now Judah accepted uh, David, and now Israel, in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 3, is also calling him back. So all the elders of Israel came to the king of Hebron, and King David made a league with them in Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel. You see the end of the story. When you walk with God, that's how things should end in your life. Glory be to God. Don't accept anything that is not victory. That's what we are born for. That's what we are born for. You know, if you don't give up, God will take you up. You must stand. You must stand firm. You must do all you can to make sure you don't go down. Don't go down. Don't let your mind go down. Make sure that you, you, you walk on your mind and begin to, you know, look positive, positively towards the future. You know, I always tell my, my children, I said, look, when wrong thoughts come into you, change the thoughts. It's your mind. 
It's your mind. When the thought of fear comes, change it. Think something else. Think about something else. Take your mind away from that. Glory be to God. Your story will end well. In the name of Jesus Christ. It may be tough, but it will eventually end well. We must learn from the life of Job. At the end of it all, at the end of it all, Job ended up better than the beginning. That's the way God designed our lives to be. Glory be to God. When problems or disasters take place, we must let the book of Job remind us that life does not end there. There is a way out. Glory be to God. There is a way out. And I decree that there must be a way out for you. Out of that storm. In the name of Jesus Christ. A way out. A way out. You will stand to testify. In the name of Jesus Christ. There's something I always do. And that is, you know, when I go through anything, I begin to plan how I'm going to testify. I package my testimony. I begin to walk towards it. I always tell my story. I'm never ashamed to say anything. Because God has been too good and too good to all of us. I want you to be encouraged. Don't look at the things happening around you today and begin to faint and begin to doubt God. God is still God. There are a lot of things we will never know, but when we see him, we'll be able to ask him, Papa, why did this thing happen? Oh God, why did this happen? We don't know because today we know in part, but a time is coming when we shall know all things. You know, wherever you are, if you're not born again, I want to encourage you. Because going through the storm and coming out is difficult unless you have Christ. If you go around you now, you find people who are smoking and drinking. You know why? That's their own way of trying to handle the storm. Some turn to food and begin to eat and eat and eat. They get addicted to it. And then some turn to alcohol and some turn to drugs. You know, but when you have Jesus, you don't turn to anything. You turn to Christ. So I encourage you today, if you're not born again, just pray this prayer with me and give your life to Jesus. Pray with me, say, Father, I come to you today in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. And I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving me in Jesus' precious name. And everybody said, Amen. Now, we're going to pray a few prayers and uh, it's a prayer of healing. Prayer of healing for the soul. Some of you that are listening to me right now, you, you just cannot comprehend what is going on around you. I want you to begin by praying. The first thing is forgiving yourself and forgiving others. I want you to ask God right now, if there be anybody around you that you cannot forgive, you find difficult to forgive, do that right now. As you pray that prayer, say, God, give me the strength to forgive. You mention that name. Tell God to help you to forgive them. That's how your soul can be healed. And until your soul is healed, you cannot receive information from God. Ask God to help you to forgive, to let go. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. And I want you to ask God, you know, for the grace to overcome the spirit of fear and discouragement. They are spirits. If you look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it said, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but has given us what? Uh, uh, the spirit of what? Love, power, and of a sound mind. So fear is a spirit. And what causes that is when you stay grieved for too long, when you dwell on something negative for too long, when you have these wrong imaginations about the future for too long, then that spirit can come in. So I want you today to rebuke the spirit of fear. Go ahead and say, Father, I ask for grace to, bring, to, to 
to overcome the spirit of fear and discouragement. And I cast them out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Just go ahead and pray just very briefly over, over the power that will overcome that spirit. No more fear, no more discouragement. The spirit of joy takes over. Boldness takes over. That's how God wants us to live. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' precious name, we prayed. And finally, I wanted to ask him for emotional healing. Your mind has been affected by the things you have gone through within this period. Your mind has been affected by crisis in marriage, crisis in business. And right now, you know, one of the signs of spiritual dryness is that you don't find prayer interesting anymore. You don't, you don't want, you don't even want to hear anything about God. You are tired. Now you switch from performance, you know, from service to performance. You just do it because you have to do it. But the, the joy of doing it is no more there. You are not even sure whether there is God or not again. And then we ask our quest, self-question, is this Christianity real thing? Is there, especially in this liberal world, you know, but I want you to know that God is still God and the word of God is still real. And if you trust him, he's going to see you through. So lay your hand on your, your heart and say, Father, I ask you today to heal me emotionally and physically. Every pain in my mind, every disappointment in my soul, I command to leave in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive healing in my body. I receive healing in my mind. Joy has returned. Peace is restored in my soul. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, I confess that I believe in you. I know you are real. No matter the situation, you are God. I will not doubt you. I will not be afraid of the devil. I know I am an overcomer in the name of Jesus Christ. The peace of the Lord is overflowing in my life. The next step of my life is known to me now. I receive wisdom. I receive grace. I receive your word. I receive divine direction. In the name of Jesus Christ, I will not lose. I am a winner. I confess with my mouth that I will always win. I will never be down. I refuse to fail. I refuse to die. In the name of Jesus Christ, I will not be a victim of this pandemic. In the name of Jesus Christ, Thank you, Lord. Right now, I pray. This is what God anointed me for, for deliverance and for healing. I don't struggle it. It's all the glory to him. I release the healing power of God. Listen, it doesn't matter when you hear this, whether it's 20 days later or two months later, the word of God is active. It's always alive. It doesn't matter when you hear it. If your faith comes alive, you receive it. I rebuke every pain in your body. Every high blood pressure go down. Every high blood sugar go down. I release the healing power of God upon your body. Be made whole now. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are healed. And right now, begin to check your body. And immediately, you send a message right as you are listening now. Let us know what God has done in your body. If you are healed, testify it. The miracle is for you. The glory is for the Lord. Remember that God is still God and he will always be God. He is real. Don't doubt him because of your situation. Remember, God will never fail you. He said, he is with you 
all times. He's with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Peace. May the peace of God fill your heart and your soul. Cry no more for the future is better than where you are now. I prophesy that you will be testifying right now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. And always remember, stay in this atmosphere of God, in his presence, because in the presence of God, nothing is impossible. No disease is incurable. God bless you. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.